Hi, everyone, and welcome to AB Conversations, where we will help you CFP your way out of it, a podcast where you get into the minds of a couple certified financial planners on how we think and feel about everyday financial planning questions and what should really matter most to you. A healthier financial life starts now. Hey, Adam, how are we feeling today? Feeling great. Even though for those uh, listening in the future, it is another dreary, rainy, miserable day in Pennsylvania. Yep. I am feeling like a whole new man. Oh, yeah. Please, please tell. Sometimes, like, sometimes it's the little things in life, like a, a really fresh haircut, and I feel like a brand new person. <laughs> like the attention to detail and the straight razor and my eyebrows. Like, I'm, I'm the guy that's been cutting his own hair essentially since the beginning of the pandemic. Like, just buzz <laughs> right. it. Yeah. So this, this was like, this is pampering, man. Like, I feel like a whole new person. You deserve it. Hey, thank you. I really appreciate <laughs> that. So, yeah. what do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about today? Yeah, so it's an interesting topic. Uh, I feel like, I know we've touched on it in many different aspects in many different podcasts, but we, we talked about uh, putting us all in one spot, right? And it ultimately comes down to the question that we often get asked sometimes sooner than later is how do you get paid, right? What's in it for us? Yeah. So trying, uh, to, trying to put some thoughts into you know, one consolidated spot here for people that may have that question we thought would be useful. Yeah. If you, if you think about the importance that we want um, the important role that we want to play in somebody's life, like really being life partners here when it comes to everything that's going to be going on in your financial life. And even the human side of that really wanting to walk you through some heavy things yeah. in life and, and yeah. be there for you. It's really important that there be complete transparency on like what's in it for us, right? We are yeah. providing a service here. Um, and I think that's no different than anybody going anywhere to purchase any product or service, there's right. always going to be that question. Well, how do you get paid? So yeah, podcast 51, it's taken now 51 <laughs> episodes to get there. I know it's on the website somewhere. Um, yeah. And we don't want to be intentionally vague. Um, right. but I know we often will say it depends. But mm -hmm. yeah, this is a good opportunity to actually make it a little conversational on why we believe in the transparency in the way that we do and why we charge the fees the way that we do. So I'm going to throw it right back to you. I'm going to let you yeah. start this thing. Yeah. So when you said intentionally vague, uh, or we don't want to be intentionally vague with kind of our fee structure, the way we get paid, um, I'm flashing back to a conversation we had earlier this week. And I know she's a listener. She at the, towards the end of the meeting, she flat out told us or asked the question and with the caveat of, do not be vague. <laughs> Please be as clear and specific as possible so that I can understand. And I, I love the way that she asked that question. So I'll start by being intentionally vague, right? We, our fee structure or the way that we get compensated um, at this point is fee-based, right? We're not, we're not charging commissions. We're not getting paid transactionally. We're not paid to, to place a product. But because of that, Right, our our fees can be a sliding scale depending on you know the complexity of the the service needed, 
um, you know, account size, if we're talking about investment management, right, we have tiered schedules. So at, to a certain degree, it's hard to just put somebody, you know, here, here's the grid, find your, find your situation where it falls on the grid and then yeah. boom, there's the fee. Yeah. So that is part of the struggle for us in that it, it really is somewhat variable to a degree. So let's separate out the two ways that we then do get paid based on those scales. And I, I want to start with what's really important to us is the financial planning process. Mm -hmm. And while there is a scale based on complexity, it really comes back to how much time we're going to put into things. Yes, and that's right. going to be one of two ways. One, there's going to be some upfront initial planning that we're going to do. And that is going to be a fee that is as transparent as can be. We're going to yeah. put a proposal together based on everything we know about what you need to have happen and what we know we're going to put into this, the questions that we have to have answered. And there's going to be a number that's put right in front of you that says, here is the cost of engagement with the Haas Financial Group. Yeah. If you would like to move forward, here's what the, here's the number, a specific, clear number that if you say yes, now we're going to move forward. That's what it costs. And we should, we should preface that by saying up to that point, there's absolutely zero financial commitment on, on the, the prospect or the client's end, right? There's no, we don't charge anything for an initial meeting or that initial consultation. We don't charge anything to even generate that proposal to get to that point. It truly is zero commitment financially um, from somebody to get to that point where we actually do put a, a solid dollar in front of them with a decision. Yeah. And we can be a little more transparent now too. We know that it's not an insignificant investment for somebody to make in hiring Absolutely. us as consultants, you know, yeah. 2000, 3000, 4000, $20,000. It's not insignificant to engage in that way. It's just really important for people to give us the opportunity to really assess what is that number for you. And again, that's going to come back down to some very individualized inputs. There's a mm -hmm. lot of meetings on the front end. There's a yeah. lot of data collection on the front end. There's a lot of data management on the front end for us just to get to the point where we go. <laughs> now we're ready to really start having deep conversations with you on what we think you should be doing. So we want to get paid as consultants to provide that advice. That advice will be tailored to you. So in a way that fee is a little more tailored to you too. We got to come up with a time, the amount of time we think we're yeah. going to put into it, but that will right. be one number, right? That plan will have one number and whether it takes a couple more conversations or a couple less conversations, we're not coming back to you. There'll never be a surprise bill. Yeah. And I I'll, I'll say this. I, I would, I, I'll ask for your confirmation, but I'd, I'd venture to guess at this point, we end up spending more time than less when it comes to going through that planning process for the fee that we throw out there, right? We usually, uh, was it un under promise and over deliver when it comes to time and meetings and conversations and documenting that advice where we're not, we're not shooting for the moon in terms of here's the fee and that'll encompass everything. I think we, we try to be as fair as humanly possible, knowing that we're not going to log hours like an accountant or like a, uh, an attorney, if that's the, the model that they choose, that we try to get as close as we possibly can, again, knowing that we end up spending more time than that more often than not, but we just want to be as, as fair and transparent as possible on that front end. Yeah, so and then, I think just... Yeah, let me, let me piggyback on that. And then wherever you want to take the conversation, I'll follow you. Um, 
part of the reason for that is philosophically, we want to be in the know. We want <laughs> to know what's going in, on in your life. We want to answer questions. So yeah. we can't, we can't have you afraid to pick up the phone or yes. afraid to schedule a meeting because you think there'll be some sort of expense or right. added fee or surprise bill that comes behind that. So yes. we put the onus on ourselves to go to complete this project. You know, think of the addition on your house. We're going to mm -hmm. give you the, uh, this is what it's going to cost for us to draw up these plans. And if something has to pivot in there, so yeah. be it. Yeah. Yes. But very well said. So then the other component or the other way of approaching the financial planning side of things. And then we talked about now this is like a, a front or a flat upfront fee compensating for time. The other way that we can get paid through that process now is a, a more subscription based approach where it's not necessarily the, the big chunk up front that it is a monthly quarterly, whatever that breakdown needs to be, whatever yep. is comfortable, but essentially we can, we can spread out that fee for a more ongoing, um, you know, based service. Yep. So this shot, this shows up in two different ways. One, um, we see this fitting a, a maybe a younger um, clientele, people that are starting out in a financial life, accumulating assets where I'll go back to what I just said two minutes ago, where the inputs for us on the front end are not as heavy. They're not as right. cumbersome. They're maybe not as complex. So the amount of investment that we're making in developing that plan um, is not as much. It's more hand-holding and conversational. It's meeting-based where we're really working through those things together. We're getting yeah. paid overtime is not overtime, <laughs> getting paid over time um, yeah. feels a little more appropriate. Or the other side of that is once we've done initial planning, mm -hmm. there's a lot that goes into making sure that those conversations can still be appropriate, that we are reviewing things that may need to be changed where there's little changes going on in somebody's life. So they're paying more for the ongoing relationship and meetings and service and accountability and follow-up. Right. Um, but that doesn't come in one big chunk then like an initial plan might. Yeah, it is. It is. They are slight variations of each other, right? The, the ongoing for, in the way that you framed it, right? For, for younger clients that we have that are accumulating assets, right? Maybe they're starting a family, whatever, just essentially building the, the foundational building blocks of their financial life. There's a lot more moving pieces or there's a lot more variables that can change very quickly. So just being able to have access to us, like you said, of for, for that ongoing conversation, those ongoing conversations feels much more in tune with a pay-as-you-go approach than it is, yeah. hey, we're going to pay this flat fee up front, and we're not really sure what's coming down the pike. So to your point, as we see people get closer to retirement, right, when there is a potentially big irrevocable decision that you want to make sure yeah. you get right, that's where it's it's more of that project based. Let's let's focus on this big decision and all the little ones that go around it. But then that's usually where we would see you know that that one time flat planning fee situation. Yeah, and I think it it's hopefully fitting um, the budgets also of somebody sure. depending on a phase of life. When we're talking subscription based planning, you know you're you're paying mm -hmm. a hundred eighty five dollars a month. You're it's not we're talking not a car payment here. We're, we're, but it's a relationship that I think allows you to really feel like you have partners in the process that you can ask those questions that we can check in on things that you're plugged into our technology, right? So you yeah. have our data aggregation. Um, but to your point, 
we're really working on things that are much longer time horizons. There's a much bigger runway where just steering the ship a little yeah. bit um, is not the same as those big one-time irrevocable decisions around pensions and social security and yep. retirement. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, well said. Anything else you want to touch on on the financial planning side? Nope, don't think so. so. So then let's shift gears to the other way that we get paid when it comes to investments, investment management. So yeah. we, we clearly live in the world. And I, again, I say clearly, because if you've listened to these podcasts, I think we've been pretty passionate about being paid for advice, paid for time. And, and in that world, it is fee-based compensation um, as opposed to something that is more commission based or transactional transaction cost for uh you know products not so much a service but more so the end investment product annuity whatever that may look like um we live in the the fee-based world where we again it, it ultimately comes down to being compensated for our time and expertise in helping manage the investment side of of someone's financial life yeah and that would fall way more in line with the subscription-based idea than it is some right. sort of initial output, right? If you're being, uh, if we're being compensated through the assets, it's a flat percentage um, that is paid quarterly over time. So there's really not even a contract that says, hey, you're now obligated to stick with us. Um, our whole point is we are here providing an ongoing service. And if we do a good enough job, you'll continue to pay. If we're <laughs> not, then you may seek those services elsewhere. So it really is a service-based model um, quarterly in the world of transparency. Uh, yep. That can start at 1.15% annualized. Um, that can start as low as, I mean, half a percent. The point is it's based on the amount of assets that we're responsible for, where you are literally tiering down mm -hmm. depending on uh, what those accounts or those householding uh, amounts are. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because that was exactly what jumped into my head because, again, similar conversation we had earlier this week of, we say we get paid as a percentage of the account we're managing. And the question yeah, was, well, what is it? What's, what's the percentage? Is it 10%? Is it 5%? No, Jeez. it starts at, yeah, I know. Yeah. But, but that's, again, we, we live in this world day to day. We know what we know what we charge. It is kind of the, the wild, wild west out there in terms of how advisors or other financial professionals get paid. So yep. yes, to put a number to that as a starting point, yeah, it's roughly that 1%. 1.15 is like the peak at where we start. Yep. Yep. And that can certainly change too, I think, depending on uh, the security makeup, right? If there are situations where we know we're going to be far more passive, mm -hmm. um, again, I'm thinking of a younger clientele that may have a longer runway, we may use instruments that we're not planning on being overly active with. Um, if we're not overly active, if the services aren't there, or this just goes back to that theme, we want to be paid for time, um, then that may be a start. We may start at a smaller percentage. Um, if there is a lot more sensitivity, um, then that may be where that 1.15 starts or that 1% starts. Yeah. Yep. That's fair. What I think would be important to put on top of that is that is an all encompassing fee. So hmm. we think it's really yeah. important again for people to understand transparency here. It's our job then to absorb whatever those trading costs are. If we need to be making changes and think about why we would be making those changes. We're compensated. It's the, it's the Fisher investments. We do better <laughs> when our clients do better. Yeah. If, if, you, if your account value is going up, 
percentage of that account value coming to us as compensation um, is going to be higher. If your account is losing value, then we're losing value too. So if we're recommending changes, either as part of a regular rebalance or, hey, it's our due diligence, this fund isn't doing its job anymore, or this asset class does not seem as attractive. Again, we're not getting into the weeds here of you know, yeah, light yeah. dimmers, not light switches. But if we're going to say we're going to make these three changes, we want it to be crystal clear to our clients that you're not paying for those changes. We are absorbing those expenses because we believe it's what's best either to help the account or to preserve it. Yeah. And that's, and that's where we like to say we're, we're hoping as much as humanly possible to maybe not literally, but figuratively sit on the same side of the table as yeah. they are so that we at least are incentivized correctly, right. Yes. To treat them at, and the way we do, right. It's an ongoing relationship. We, it is in our best interest and their best interest for us to at least be aligned in that sense that yes, if, if we think there is opportunity, then we're going to hope to try to grow this account. If we think things are going the other direction and we need to protect it, then we're going to make those moves because ultimately it's our job as a fiduciary to put their best interests. Hey, buzzwords. Boom. Nailed it. So yeah, that's, that's an important piece of our philosophy, right? And just the way that we choose to get paid. And that's not the only way that people can get paid for investment management. So we'll say that the fiduciary world, right, where we are required, whoever is a fiduciary is required to act in their client's best interest. And the other side of that being the suitability standard, which is kind of crazy to think that that still exists at this point, that a financial professional only needs to uh, invest or find a product or some sort of solution that is simply suitable for that type of client. It doesn't necessarily have to be the best one for them in that situation. It can merely be suitable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I need a soapbox. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that world is dying um, a slow and steady death. But yeah. what, I, what I think I will add to that because it is a fair question, part of the reason that we wanna be in the uh, advice-based world where we're paid to give advice um, is also to acknowledge that our independence means we don't really care about the investment selection per fund family or per right. investment provider. Um, yeah. That really isn't the point anymore. You know, the point is to put the best portfolio we can together based on the needs within the financial plan, risk, mm-hmm. return, liquidity, um, all of those fun things. So yeah. when people ask, well, do you really like this fund family or this? We hey it really doesn't matter to us. And we're not compensated by those companies. And that's the point. There really is and should be no bias on our end, one selection versus the other. It really should be what's best for you uh, based on our assessment within the plan. So hopefully that covers that kind of question or misconception that comes to, are we compensated by some other third party? We're not. Yes, well said. What else you got? I think we're like, might be good here on that. Sweet. I agree. <laughs> I got nothing else on my list. So maybe that's, let's tag team here and kind of summarize that. Um, we think everybody should be paying for advice at this point. It's either <laughs> through some sort of financial planning process, or at least in our world, mm-hmm. that is a flat fee that we'll define together on the front end or a subscription that we'll define together on the front end. Um, or we're going to get compensated or, and, or we'll get compensated mm-hmm. for, providing investment advice by managing those assets 
I guess that's an important clarification. Ooh, yeah. We are custodying those assets through LPL Financial. This is not us giving yeah. you advice on a 401k that's custodianed somewhere else. Right. Yes, that's a, that's, I'm glad you said that because, yes, that is a very important clarification. So through the financial planning process, we, we absolutely give you know, investment allocation advice to accounts that are not under our direct control. Um, right. But yeah, when it comes to getting paid through the investments, that is only on accounts that we are, yeah, that are for us right now, it's custodian through LPL Financial, right? We're going to open we, accounts. We're, we are directly responsible for we have lists of accounts discretionary authority to be your financial professional on those accounts. Right. We yes. buy and sell we, by clicking our buttons, not going into <laughs> some sort of other portal. So yes, yes, correct. So point of clarification, good. But that's <laughs> how we get paid, not through commissions, not through buying and selling, none of that stuff. So hopefully that makes it way more transparent than what may be verbiage on the website, but certainly as people have questions, the point is to come to a conclusion on what do we need to get paid to engage with you in a way that works for all of us. Yes. Agreed. All right. All right. Thank you. What about you? Any haircuts around the corner? Are you going to like feel as good as I am right now? It's a couple clean, of weeks. clean little cut. All right. <laughs> is that like every four weeks? Like now I about. feel like I'm going to want to, I'm going to want to do this like every other week. <laughs> Every four weeks until, you know, I lose too much and then it's just going to be Well, hey, you trim it short. You know my strategy at this point. I'm, I'm leaning right into it. I know. I'm, I haven't gotten needs, there yet. Who needs hair? <laughs> All right, my friends. Have a right. wonderful rest of the day. Thanks Thank for your you. help on how we get compensated. Take care. Hey everyone, Adam and I really appreciate you tuning in. Please note that the opinions we voiced in the show are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be most appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, your accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to making any decisions or investing. Thanks for listening.